Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And it's my... Well, it's our... I'm going to be at New York Comic Con special trying to wrap up the last of the interviews for the new universe and then we get back into a regular schedule episode. And, uh... Yeah, we had actually gotten a question on the Twitter from uh, Javier Files, and actually I believe it was him. I'm going to open up the Twitter just to be 100% sure. But, uh, yeah, so that is what we're going to be covering tonight. Uh, yeah. Javier Files, Xavier Files, who is always very nice and retweets the show, so thank you for that. Uh, he asked, is there a what if Rogue nev- where Rogue never joined the X-Men? Because I need to read that. And long story short, there is not. Which yep. is sort of interesting, because it's like one of those big what ifs that I think could be answered, but never was. Yep. And you're a big Captain Carol fan. I am. Way back when she was Miss Marvel. You have all of her issues now? Yes. And so... uh, At the time, like, Rogue had taken uh, Miss Marvel's powers. Miss Marvel was left in a coma. And because Miss Marvel's personality was pretty much threatening to overrun Rogue's... That's why she ended up leaving the Brotherhood, which had Mystique in it, and she joined the X-Men. Yes? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And so, I mean, if it's... I, I guess there's a few different directions that we can take this at the time to basically be like, oh, well, what would have happened had they gone there? Or had they gone to, like, different teams? So... Like, if she hadn't gone to any team, what do you think would have happened? What do you mean, like, she stayed on the Brotherhood? Well, no, like, she didn't join up with anybody at all. Oh. Well, not gonna lie, if she didn't join up with anyone, I feel like she kind of would have just faded into obscurity. Well, and, like, Carol's personality would have taken over. Yeah. I don't know, she could have been, I guess, like, a more modern-day Magneto with the whole character like trying to redeem themselves well did you ever read kellen bunn's uh magneto story arc no though i did read like that whole claremont era of uh like where he was running the uh, new mutants oh yeah yeah. he took over for xavier because he was off with his space girlfriend yep and are you picking up the background noise from you yeah I heard a wrestling a moment ago, but it oh, went away. Man. I I really hate living like adjacent to a uh, highway. It's mm-hmm. frustrating at times, and I'm running laundry in the other room because I need to do that because I've been visiting my parents in New Mexico. Yeah, I need to do that too. Yeah. So yeah, like if she had no team at all and went totally loner, I think that Carol's personality probably would have ended up taking over her though. Yeah, probably. Or she would have ended up. Because Anna Marie is not a very strong-willed character. You mean Anna Marie? That's what I said. No, you said Anna Maria. Oh, whatever. 
That was Doc Ock's girlfriend in Peter Parker's body. Yeah. What happened to her? She's still around. Oh, okay. She works for Parker Industries. And robot Doc Ock tried getting with that. And she's like, oh, weird robot thing. You're being cute. And then, oh no, it secretly had Doc Ock's body in him the entire time. Ew, Doc Ock is gross. I would never go for him. He's evil. Weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, um... Yeah, so I guess if she has no team, she just ends up joining... Well, she ends up just either going full Miss Marvel and... Like, presumably, when Carol got better, that's when shit would go down. And Carol, I'm guessing, would have stayed with the X-Men instead of leaving when Rogue had come to join. Yes. See, that's the thing. Actually, the more interesting story I feel like would be is what if she had stayed on the Brotherhood. Which is, I think Carol would have been a much bigger member of the X-Men team because she wouldn't have joined the Star Jammers because she joined because Rogue joined the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Quite truthfully, honestly, because she still would have become binary, I think she would have just fucking ended uh, Rogue. Rogue. Yeah, I, I think that would be possible. Unless, like, working with Wolverine and, like, Storm, she got, like, a better... Like, Carol got a better control and handle on her emotions and her rage. Working with Wolverine. Wolverine... God. Not during 1980s. 1980s, Wolverine was still a fucking killing machine. But he started to learn about love and not killing everything. And But then maybe he would have been like, never mind, let's do this, Carol. Let's kill things. Yeah, honestly, I think Wolverine could have gone that way. It depends on who was writing it at the time. Yeah. And whether it was a main series or a side series. And because also, too, because Carol's also, like, military. She's all down for the killing. When there's no other option. Yeah. Well, then, do you think... I that think a... we would have seen a much harder line. Well, then, do you think, like, Carol would have found romance with Wolverine? Maybe. Well, because, like, uh... Kurt we all know also... what would have happened, though, in the middle of the night. There's Carol, sleeping. And there's Wolverine, with that red hair dye. <laughs> oh, Gene. <laughs> well, uh... Who else I'm was honestly there? surprised that Summers never did it to Emma. <laughs> Emma's hair uh... is such platinum blonde, it would have easily gone red. <laughs> It would have gone red had she stayed out in the sun too long. It's true. All he had to do was ask Magneto to borrow the telepathic helmet so she couldn't read his thoughts as he was sneaking up with that hair dye. Yeah, but then I think Scott would get murdered. Probably. But for about well, that, that brief five minutes, Scott would be happy. Well, then, if uh, Carol did join the team... Do you think that she would have had romantic intrigue with anyone else on it? Eh, I don't know. Well, because, uh... Honestly, Wolverine would actually be a decent choice. Yeah, but uh, Wolverine was generally getting over uh, Mariko at the time. That's true. Okay, so I'm pulling it up at the time. I'm thinking about the, yeah, I was going to say, I'm just trying to think about who was like on the team at the time. 
I guess he could have gone for what's it called for um for Colossus because that's before we had the uh, weird relationship with uh, Kitty Pride. But I feel well, no. Uh, there would have been some crossover there, but like Colossus was supposed to be like eighteen or so. Yeah. So I think there would have been some level of uh, issues. Uh, yeah, no, Kurt not. at He's the time. He's eighteen. It's all good. But like Carol's a woman who ran a magazine. I don't see Carol as the type of going for a boy toy. She wants her boy toy, who can turn into metal. Uh well, there who was won't a... melt when she goes binary. Um. Looking at the team. Well, assuming that she stayed on longer. Yeah. Uh, assuming she stayed on longer, like, eventually there would have been uh, the best boy toy who would have been a uh, long shot. It's true. Everyone wants to give long shot. Yeah. Like, that was a big part of the 80s. Um, yeah. Proud Star died really fast. Sunfire quit the team really fast. Uh, there was Banshee, but he sort of had a thing going on with, uh, Moira McTaggart. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and as we've been answering questions, we've gotten some new ones in from Xavier Files. So, we'll be able to do I don't know what that episode. question is, so. They're on our Twitter. But yeah, I... Yeah, no, I saw so his tweet, I, I don't know what that means. What is the Yeah, I don't know what that for... Nalfgar. Uh, let us. Oh, Nagelfar. Nagelfar. No, not Nag semicolon far. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I can answer that when we get there. Yeah, so, I mean, if she's going to be joined, if Carol stays with the X-Men, I think Kurt's actually a more likely possibility. I mean, he's dashing. He's handsome for a blue fuzzy dude. And he's got more maturity than Wolverine has, I'd say. Yeah, to an extent. Well, who else have we seen Carol having a relationship with in the past? Wonder Man. Yeah, uh, I, uh, the 90s and Audis. I was going to say it's mostly the Audis, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who else is... Then there's that random dude. That Cree before. No, that random Cree person before he got killed. Marvel. No. Well, I mean, yeah, with Marvel, but a different one. No, there was like a dude. Like, we all went down during Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah. He was, like, hooking up with, like, that random dude, and then turned out he was secretly a Kree, and then they killed him to, uh... The Skrulls killed him to make her feel sad. Yeah. And then she got mad, and then whatever. Hmm. Well, and then there's Rhodey. I mean, I guess. Well, and, uh, there's... Spider-Man was hinted at and joked about. See, that would have been a good one. No, because he went on a date, and it was great. Yeah, but, like, the fact that she got along so well with Spider-Man makes me think that Nightcrawler would have been a better 
fit. She did not get along with Spider-Man. Did you not read the fantastic issue when they go on their date? It's been a while. Everything was terrible. <laughs> well, as long as it's uh, not what's-his-face, uh, I think it's pretty fine. It, it, I think it would be fine. What's-his-face being Marcus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, we've sort of answered the question of what happens if Rogue is off on her own, which was more of, oh, Carol becomes a lot more interesting. Because, like, chances are I have a feeling that Rogue would get possessed by, like, uh, what's her name? The one demon that possessed Polaris for, like, a decade or so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, Malice. Yeah, like, I could see Malice possessing Rogue for a while, and that being a whole thing. But uh, Carol being a bigger part of the X-Men, I think, would lead to maybe them having a bit more of a public persona. Yeah, probably. Having a former Avenger. Well, and a member of the military. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we've reasonably answered that question. Though, it would be interesting to see, like, what would have happened had Rogue gone to the Avengers, or the Fantastic Four, or, uh, what other teams were there at the time? Um, a lot of them. There would have been, like, the original champions were kind of running around at that point. Yeah, I think she could have fit into the champions, or, like, uh, the defenders. Yeah. That is still the one thing that I am disappointed with in the... Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even though we're getting the Defenders, that's not the Defenders I want to see. Yeah, it's not the... I, like, uh, really want to see real Defenders. The weird-ass teams. Yeah. Yeah, Because like, it's, like, the weirdest of teams. Silver Surfer, Hulk, Namor, and Strange, and Valkyrie. With, mm-hmm. insert, other people rotating all the time the greatest official team non-team yeah i'd agree with you there well let's go on to our uh next oh i gotta see the first like 15 minutes of dr strange next monday okay well i may be able to see more of it because i'm going to new york comic-con i doubt they're going to show the entire film there but no not the entire film but maybe like a longer preview but i'll also be working Okay, so uh, what is Nagelfar made out of in other universes? This comes from Xavier Files, Javier Files. And Nagelfar is the mythical ship that is made out of the uh, cut nails of the dead in Viking mythology. Mm. It is a ship that is supposed to survive Ragnarok. I see. Oh, yes, here we go. I don't know. I don't read a lot of Thor comics. I'm pretty sure that it's going to be made out of toenails no matter what. So, like, it's made out of that for a reason. If you want to go into the anything is possible theory of the multiverse, which gets a bit too loose, I don't think that it's going to uh, change much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Nagelfar... Is always going to be nails. 
Pilots wrote a weird story about that. But that is not here or there. Uh, his next question is, what do you think of what do you think Blink has been doing since the end of New Mut? Yeah, what do you think Blink has been doing since the end of New Mutants? I haven't read the most recent like New Mutants series. Like I haven't read anything. I did except for that crossover. What? I did. Was Blink in that one? Um, she popped in for a one story arc. What happened? Um, I don't remember. There's some possession stuff. She kind of showed up. It was at a rock concert. That's about as best I can give you. Basically, the ninth, the newest version of New Mutants, it was both kind of terrible, but also great, because it was basically a 1980s teen sitcom. Hmm. Yeah. Such I, as that time where Mephisto goes on a date with Danny Moonstar. Yeah, I read the uh, setup for that, because it crossed over with the, uh, like, Fear Itself, uh, Young Loki stuff. Yes. Which, I was a big fan of that. But what do I think Blink has been doing? Well, she does what all the other X-Men do when they're not needed. They sit in this weird negaspace, hoping that a writer will think of them. Well, she exists in a very specific negaspace called the Panopticon or the Crystal Palace, Devin. Well, that's a, di getting... a different Blink, but okay. Wait, what? That's a different oh. Blink, but okay. Wait, so this is like a 616 Blink? Yeah, there's a 616 Blink. Oh. Oh, I don't I don't give a shit then. Yeah. Who yeah, cares no, about Yeah, there's a 616 blink. blink, and that's the one that I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I only care about Age of Apocalypse Blink. That's fair. Yeah, no. I'll be getting into my Age of Apocalypse theories when you might say a few people get exiled, said Luke, oh. hinting at an upcoming podcast project spinoff. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that is right. They announced uh, they're doing that new Mutants movie. I had forgotten about that, sort of. I remember whenever they mentioned it every once in a while. I'm still curious on who, which, what the roster is going to be. Well, they announced some of the people. Oh, did they? Yeah, like uh, Maisie Williams is going to be Wolfsbane. Uh, Anna Taylor-Joy is going to be Magic. Uh, uh, Alexandra Ship is going to be Storm. And then, uh, like, they're also saying they're going to have in uh, Mirage, Cannonball, Sunspot, and Warlock. So Okay, so like the classic ones. Okay. Yeah, the good ones. It'll be interesting to see how they do Magic in that universe, though. Yeah, I agree. Both magic with a K and a C. I agree. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, at the same time, we just did have the apocalypse. Yeah. They can. They can. They can get away with it. I think. But like one of the complaints from stupid people was that it's like, oh, it, it, it's not good if it's weird sci-fi extreme stuff. It's like, no, that that's part of X Men. Yeah. Give me some goddamn space whales and xenomorph knockoffs. Like, that's the thing. It was like, was Age of Apocalypse amazing? No, but it was pretty much probably the most X-Men-y of the films. Mm-hmm. The story could uh, have been a bit tighter and such, but... I'll agree with that. Uh, but I enjoyed it. 
Everyone, oh, yeah. everyone gives it like way more hate than it deserves. I'm like, uh, oh. Do you remember how bad the Wolverine or X-Men 3 was? Yeah, exactly. They're bad in different ways. Yeah. Uh, the next question is... Remember how great the Wolverine video game was and how it completely filled in all the plot holes of the movie and that's what people should like always play and not never watch the film? I had a roommate who talked about it, but I never played oh, it. Oh, I had it. It was great. Like, all those reasons, like, the reason they're in Africa, yep, explained in the game. Like, pre- like pretty much everything was explained in the game. Okay, well, Xavier Files' next question is, who has better hair, Luke or Devin? I would say I do, Luke. I would say I do. Do we want to harken back to the beaver days, Luke? That alone takes some points away. Are you going to, like, bring up the taco? I don't know. remember what that is. Oh, that was when I had two mohawks? Oh, yes. Yeah. I have, I, don't. I have played it straight pretty much the entire time. Yeah. But then well, there's Luke with some very questionable hair choices. My hair varies depending on how long it gets, because I've got more of a curly hair. Mm-hmm. Yours is pretty much... Uh, Yours hasn't changed too much. I got this beard. Look how nice it is. Yeah, I, I can't get a full enough beard. Yep. So I guess you win in beard, but my hair is curlier and much more lustrous at top. My hair is curly so, too if it gets long enough. Yeah, but my hair starts off I curly just always I just always cut it before it gets there. Well, I guess that one is up to you, listeners. His next question is, how many questions are too many? To which I replied on the Twitter, keep them coming. Uh, And his last one that he currently has in is, what would Wolvie be like if he was named after OSU and not the school up north? This is a real question. Exclamation marks. Follow that. That's great if it's a real question, except for Luke and I honestly don't care about that. Yeah. Like, we've both lived in the Columbus area, and... I don't care. Yeah, both of my parents went to Michigan. Oh. So. I think I... You know, my family's in OSU, but to me, they're that school that, when a game happens, couches are lit on fire. Do you remember that uh, one camping trip that I went where I had worn the uh, Michigan jacket that I had? Oh, yes. And, like, the uh, other guys got really angry got, like, really angry at me, and were like, Luke, turn your jacket inside out. And so I did, but they didn't know that it was a reversible Michigan jacket. Nice. And then they were like, oh, okay, no, just no jacket right now. And I had forgotten that I had a Michigan sweatshirt on underneath. Classic and, uh, Luke. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Um, yeah. So... I forget what the actual question was again. What would Wolverine be like if he was in OSU instead of Wolverine into South Michigan? I suppose well, he would probably just well, light more things on fire. Well, it's what would he be like if he was named after OSU and not the school up north? It would make sense for him to be named Buckeye. I don't think Buckeyes are indigenous to Canada. Yeah, I agree. So, 
Yeah, that's a not. Would he be poison if you if you lick him? I think he'd still just be small and angry, but he'd have to come up with like reasons why he has claws. Or it would be like Puck, where it's like, oh wait, are you named Puck after like Midsummer's Night Dream? And then it's like, oh no, he's like a hockey puck. Oh, I always assumed it was because it was after hockey puck. I didn't get that for so long because I forgot that he was supposed to be like super Canadian. Oh yeah. There are some things that just avoid me. Like, me is super small and super Canadian, so that equals hockey puck. <laughs> okay. Mostly uh, because of the smallness. So Xavier Files' next question is Who was the best alternate universe child of normal universe heroes? So like in the six one six spinoffs, who has like the best kid? Uh I mean cable. Yeah, I mean, Cable's a pretty good option. Um, Basically, Scott does... Say what you will about Scott Summers. He knows how to make decent children. Because Rachel Summers is also a pretty good character. Oh, yeah, Rachel Summers is badass. Um, Yeah, Rachel is a popular choice. Who are, like, a... That's that's obviously the problem, other than the Summers children. I don't know. Oh, uh, Danny Cage. Danielle Cage, the uh, daughter of uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. She's shown up, and she's uh, Captain America in one of the universes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, the hard part, I guess, is when do you define that cutoff point? Because there was, like, that Secret Wars one where it ended differently, and they ended up with kids, but I guess that wouldn't necessarily count. Well, that's like that's their question too. Does it count? Did they have to come into the six one six for it to count? I don't think so. Okay, because I mean, then there's like the whole like Avengers Next or whatever. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, then if that's the case, then I would give it to Mayday Parker. Yeah, that's what I was figuring you were going to go for. I was trying to figure out if we were talking about ones that came into the six one six. Did she come in during uh, Spider-Verse? I mean, I guess, yes. Technically. Technically. Okay. Uh, his that next is question is... Technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Okay, you bureaucrat. Uh, his next question is, what podcast do you run in an alternate universe? I thought the Weezer so podcast there was, we- was... Yeah, Weezer the podcast. Which... I heard that uh, Alternate Universe Devin murdered Alternate Universe Luke. It's true. That's what I've heard as well. Alternate Universe <laughs> Devin is very pleased with the amount of jail time he got. And you know, did you hear why you did it in that Alternate Universe? No, why? I was holding my chopsticks wrong. It's true. <laughs> oh. Um... Yeah, so some of the other podcasts, uh, there was the wrestling podcast that he did where you tried to master a Macho Man Randy Savage impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the Gothic Horror podcast where we ended up just taking vows of silence and we actually reached the top ranks of the like iTunes charts for what they said was a disturbingly soulful and moving podcast 
that was a mastery of silence and editing. Uh, what were some of the other ones? I don't remember anymore. Come on, we gotta, we gotta uh, freestyle this. There was the one where I was uh, laundry board game bookshelf. Oh yes, and, of course. Who could forget that one? And the one where I had a Halloween-themed candy bucket with a plastic katana tied to it. Oh, there was that great Simpsons podcast we did where I just told you all about them and you sat there quietly and listened. <laughs> There's also the Simpsons podcast that I did in a universe where you never knew about the Simpsons and I made your life better. Oh. There's also that one uh, Dawson's Creek podcast where you never actually used the logo that I made for you. That's true. That was a damn good logo. And it Devin. wasn't Dawson's Creek. It was One Tree Hill. Oh, Wine Tree Hill. That's right. Yeah, that what was made we because we should have, because my roommate and I should have done the Dawson's Creek podcast in college when we were watching it. What if we did a Dawson's Creek podcast? We could. I've watched that show. What What is the Dawson's Creek theme song? I don't want to wait it. for our lives to be over. Oh yeah, I don't want to wait. For my lives to be over, about a da da da, what could it be? I don't want to wait for this podcast to be over, because we've recapped every season except three. Or then there's the really bad song that they use for the next Blix version because they lost the rights to the song for the home video releases. Ooh, what is it? I forget. Like it's really bad. All I can remember is you're just going, yeah, 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 yeah. Lives are over. I'm Dawson's Creek. The monster from the host is going to eat James Vanderbeek. That's how it goes, right? Yeah, pretty much. And then if we did that, then we can use all of the James Vanderbeek gifts. We do have a collection of James Vanderbeek. Uh, there's also well, there's the that pod- fantastic website, jamesvandermemes.tumblr.com. Which is just. Is that an actual. Yeah, it's an actual website. And, like, he'll do, like, him. It's like a sneeze. He'll do a sneeze. He'll do J time, where he looks like he's smoking a joint. Steppin', where he'll get us all up in your grill. I'm on the phone, where he's telling you he's on the phone. No pictures, where he waves his hand in front of you. Home Alone, he does the Home Alone face. Goat face. The best, though, is when he does the Joey, where he mimics everyone's favorite, uh, Katie Holmes. And he disco um, dances. So, other podcasts we did was uh, Cowboys vs. Aliens versus Luke versus Devin, where we watch Cowboys vs. Aliens, the movie, every week, and reread the comic every week and discuss it. The comic was bad, and the movie was okay. There is uh, the most Final Crisis, where we go on a panel-by-panel breakdown, where every week we discuss another panel of Final Crisis. Devin just sent me the James Vandermeem's Tumblr page link, which I will try and put in the notes. There is also... Uh, I don't know, I think we've come up with enough fake podcasts. Probably. If you subscribe to our Patreon, we'll probably 
be willing to make a fake episode for you. Um, okay. So, Xavier Files, who, thank you for actually sending us questions, because it makes me feel less bad about not having questions. His next one is, are cat-based superhero comics a sustainable business model? Well, I think if Hellcat has a comic and Margaret Atwood has a cat angel bird or whatever it is, I think they are. They make those Marvel Tsum Tsum comics and they kind of look like cats. Oh yeah, I've picked up the first few issues. I need to get my digital stuff online. How is it? I didn't read it. I did see that it appeared. I liked the first issue more than the second one. Um, I just don't get it. It's not the worst. Um, I think it's the... uh, To me, it's just like, why? Why is this a thing that's happening? Well, the uh, Tsum Tsums landed on Earth, and a bunch of kids found them, but then one of their uh, neighbors is uh, one of the Spider-Man villains. Not, like, one of the interesting ones, but one of them who uses, like, traps, and he's sort of a shitty one. Trapster? And, uh, no... Trapster's amazing. The Tinker? His name's... Uh, is he an old dude? Yes. No, it's similar to the Tinker, but not quite. Yeah, basically he gets some of them and he's able to turn them evil. And uh, he's using them to commit crimes. So, I mean, it, it's nothing super mind-blowing away. But it's fun. Interesting. But yes. Cat-based superhero comics are a sustainable business model, as long as you don't have too many of them, and you balance out the eroticism of the cat with the non-eroticism of the cat. You can't go 100% furry is basically what I'm saying. Basically. Uh, Up next, what is your Stan Lee cameo theory, how do they all connect? Devin? Well, maybe they're just trying to take the whole spin of what they were going to do for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man series, which is he is Mysterio, and he is just trying to do some like acting gigs, basically. Because if everyone recalls what was supposed to be Spider-Man 4, which, God, I still wish that was a thing, was Bruce Campbell was going to be Mysterio, and the reason you saw him in all three movies is because he was either trying to do research for roles, or that was just like the little bit jobs he did on the side of his shitty acting career. Do you want my theory? Yes, what? Did you ever read the comic The Filth by Grant Morrison? No. So but you gave me all the issues, and they're sitting in one of these boxes somewhere in my room, but... I don't think I did. No, you did. Maybe. Did I... Maybe I... Oh, no, that was happy. Never mind. Yeah. But I'm not entirely sure where my trade of The Filth is right now. Um, yeah, basically... There's a uh, Dutch porn star in it named Andrews Climax, who is part of the, like, apocalypse that's oncoming. And his semen is so powerful that it is able to exist outside of his body and move around and fly around. And as long as it hits anyone with a, uh, like, hits any woman, she becomes pregnant and gives birth to a child who has a clone of him. Essentially. Yeah, so that's what I think Stan Lee is. Stan Lee is just Andrew's Climax. Nice. Thanks, Grant Morrison. Thanks for letting me ruin Stan Lee. Uh, 
How many issues of What If became the synopsis of a real plot? Uh, um, let's just name a number and make it canon. 17. 7. What did you say? 17. Uh, do you want to cut the difference or add them together? Let's add them together. So 24. 24. 24. Which is also the name of the best henchman in Venture Brothers. That's true. I still keep waiting for Hulu to get season 6. I bought it on iTunes. It worked out great. Nice. Yeah, I'm hoping I can see Doc Hammer again. Because the last time I saw him was in New York, and I was across the street talking to my editor at the time. And I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm really excited to see season five. And that was like four years ago. Surprising. I feel like that would be longer. Yeah. Season five. They take forever. Yeah, it is now the longest-running in-production uh, Cartoon Network show. Yeah, well, Adult Swim show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that's the multiverse... They, that's because they canceled the other one, which made me sad. R.I.P. Aqua Oh. It would have been Aqua Teen, but then they killed it. Well, yeah, but it hadn't been Aqua Teen, Aqua Teen. They just kept giving weird names. What, but whatever, it's the same show. Yeah. There was no difference in storyline. Uh, the next question is, what is the multiverse number of the world where my phone isn't about to die? Um, 11-D-1st. And 8. Yep. 11-D-1st and 8. Uh, the next one he says, because he is still getting these in. If the Exiles were at a murder mystery dinner theater... Who would be the most into it? Morph. Yeah, like there is no way Morph does not get into it, and you see, like, First Sherlock off, Holmes the costumes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That was especially a, that was an easy one. Unless, unless the Exiles brought him to it, and it was a really bad one, mm, or it was true. overly serious. Uh, but like. After Morph, it, it's hard. I'm having a hard time thinking of who, else who would be into it. Maybe Sasquatch? Heather Hudson? Maybe. But even then, I wouldn't know. I think, like, Blink would have a hard time getting into it. I think it. Blink might get into Mimic. it if, depending on when we were in the timeline. I think if, if it was before Sabretooth joined the team, she might. Yeah. I think Mimic would be too much of a hard-ass about it. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, Morph is the easy answer for that one. Um, the next one is, what's the worst trope in alt-universe comics? Explaining the, like, too many, like, nods of, like, ooh, but in the regular universe, it's like this. That, for me, is the biggest uh... thing. I wouldn't necessarily say that's a trope as much as it is a storytelling device. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of when it tries really hard to be different than, like, the main universe. Like, when they refuse to, like, put in more references, which is more of a thing with, like, uh, Batman, the blue, the black, and the gray. Or, like, I read some other stuff and it's just, like, 
No, you put in some more Batman name references in there. God damn it. Oh, yeah, putting, like, name references is fine. Yeah. Like, I, I like the name references, but when they don't have any, to the point where it doesn't feel like it is a Batman story, except it's got, like, a Batman in it. It's got head Robin. Yeah. But it's like, I, I, I wanted more, and also Batman used guns in it. It's Wild West but Batman, also... going to use guns. Like, there's also another one that I read, Batman the Shadow of the Bat, where it's pretty much Batman makes a Frankenstein monster out of his dad's corpse. Hell yeah, he does. And that one had, like, nothing else except for Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne, and I think it was Alfredo who was his hunchback. Whatever, I'm into that. Sounds great. It it was really slow. We'll probably do a uh, double or triple Frankenstein special on it. Yes. Good. And, uh, I got a question for you, Devin. What? How high do you think I'm going to be ranking Justice Riders? I don't know. Probably pretty high. Probably number two. Yeah, because, because, uh, the final results, did you see those? I did. I saw you cheated. Why do you say I cheated? Because you kept retweeting and pushing it out, being like, yo, vote for me, I'm Luke. Please, I'll be so sad. Boo hoo hoo, I'm gonna cry. Well, I was on Lips and my episode had more listens than yours did. So? That means nothing. Also, it would make sense if more people voted for mine than yours. Not true at all. Mine, uh, my episode 80. You had to use age. a celebrity guest. I didn't. You could use a celebrity guest. He's Lorenzo. That's not a celebrity guest. He wouldn't even tell us what his Twitter handle was. He just said, "You mean no. you mean you don't follow Lorenzo hates Luke, or at Lorenzo hates Luke?" He wouldn't help you, Luke, if he saw you having car trouble on the side of the road. <laughs> oh, but Bree and I would help you. I guess that's what makes us different, Devin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, currently I've got like an extra 14 view, 17 views on my episode. Well, they probably listen to yours and be like, oh, I don't need to listen to more. Ugh, I feel sick. Ugh, it's perfect. I'm sickened by its perfection. Nope, they're like, uh, I'm going to unfollow no, this podcast. Like, uh, Xavier has added in more questions. While we have been uh, arguing about this, so when he stops asking questions or when we get tired of answering his questions... I'd also like uh, it to be known that if I had one, I was going to put it super low just to spite you. Oh, I know. I know. Because I think I even said it in the podcast. I'm like, honestly, I probably would have just put it down like 10 more slots from where Luke would have wanted it. But now at this stage in the game, it's going to be like Spider Baby level. What is the universe where Maggot only spells his name with one T like he asked throwing shade? Ooh, he's throwing some shade. Against Chris Sims and Chad Bowers, but I love those guys. Um, well, I'm assuming that everything has one less T in its name. It's the 90s. They didn't need to know how to spell. That well, makes them yeah, cool and, and hip I... if they don't. And Maggot was awesome. 
He named his two maggots. Do you know what he named his maggots? I don't. Do you want to guess? Maggot 1 and Maggot 2? No, there were much better names than that. His two maggots... Was it Jerry were named... and Pearl? No. You got one more guess. Luke. Hare. And Devin? Oh, no. It was Eenie and Meenie. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I figure a few more things would probably be misspelled. Yeah. And, uh, the last question that he currently has is, why the fuck does Sunfire wear anything besides his Age of Apocalypse outfit? Because some people like the original outfit, I, I guess. Say I like the original outfit. Yeah. I mean, the Age of Apocalypse one isn't bad. But he also needs to have been, like, horribly mutated to require that outfit. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Sorry, I enjoy his original one more. Excuse me. Uh, he just sent in, why won't my son stop crying? Uh, because you've only pledged $1 to the Patreon a month. Wow, look at Luke shaming people. Pretty bad, yeah. bro. Well, no, I, I do appreciate Javier Files' donation. It helps offset my many patrons that I back. So. Yep. I, like, a buck eighty-nine. Um, yeah, is there any other stuff that we want to touch on? Nope. Before. Do, okay. Do you want to do a what's it called? What? Otherworldly conversations. Well, this is sort of an otherworldly conversation, but I guess we can do one after. It's true. Uh, yeah, so let's put on uh, Justice Riders onto Trials of the Multiverse. So, seriously, where had you been... Were you not going to make a big deal about it? Where would you have put... Oh, sorry, I Justice believe Riders? Luke made a big deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what what numbers were we even at. It would you have been a top off. half, but not top quarter. And I, I I wanted top quarter for it, if not like top fifty. Because I mean, I think it's a really well done. World it's worse than actually like clown Luke. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I am going to put it above uh, Phoenix Bomb on the Scrolls, right under Ryan Reynolds' movie Deadpool. Fine. So Earth, I don't remember what it is right now. How many Twitters did you create, Luke, to win your contest? I didn't create any to Don't specifically lie. win this contest. No. I just have a whole bunch of other Twitters. Ugh. Ugh. At Spam Ultron. What? Okay. Uh, yeah, so it is our new number 46. And our list tops off at number 363. 
Uh, Multiverse Q is a weekly podcast. You can find out more about the podcast and when we do our normal episodes at multiverseoq.com. If you want to send in questions for us to answer, that won't be in just a question special like this. Uh, you can email us at multiverseoq at gmail.com, on Twitter at, at multiverseoq, via Tumblr, or pretty much any other social media. You can find all of that at our website at multiverseoq.com. Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at FredoFett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Coltrek. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. I think that wraps us up for this week. Uh, next week, hopefully we'll be doing the uh, new universe interviews that I have spent a lot of time recording. Hooray. So until then. Until then, this one's... Oh,